You're listening to the Growth Experts Podcast. So if you're looking to 10X your business by learning proven growth strategies, you're in the right place. During my interviews with top CEOs, entrepreneurs, and marketers, I dig deep to uncover the real strategies, hacks, and tools to help you achieve your goals. And I'm your host, Dennis Brown. Hey everyone, this week we're giving away a six-month subscription to leadquizzes.com valued at $300. Leadquizzes helps you create interactive lead generation quizzes to help you grow your email list. This is the same software I use to generate over 20,000 leads for my business in 2017. For a chance to win, subscribe to the podcast, then take a snapshot or picture showing your subscribe and text it to 716-218-8981 or email it to growthexperts at yahoo.com. Now let's get back to the show. Hey, welcome back everybody. And I have yet another amazing guest. Her name is Cheryl Tan. She's been in TV and news for over 20 years, has told thousands of stories while working as a broadcast journalist. And now Cheryl shares those interviewing and storytelling skills with business owners who want to tell their stories or their company's stories through video or through the media. Through consulting and done-for-you video services, she helps entrepreneurs be seen as experts in their field. Cheryl currently hosts a weekly TV show that highlights the journey of entrepreneurs called Connect, as well as her own podcast called Stand Out with Cheryl Tan. And I want to welcome my friend to the show, Cheryl Tan. Dennis, thank you so much for having me on your show. It's an honor. It's been way, way, way too long Yes, that, since we reconnected. And that's why yeah. we, we chewed the fat for like 40 minutes before we actually <laughs> hit play on this thing or hit record. Right. But I, I'm so glad we had a chance to catch up and I'm excited for you to kind of share this, all this video and media stuff that you've got going on, because I know this is a huge win for my audience. But before <laughs> we do that, do me a huge favor okay. and just kind of set the stage a little bit. Tell a little bit of your backstory. Take a couple of minutes, tell a little bit of your backstory and kind of how you got to the point of where you now do all this video consulting and done for you services. Wow, where do I begin? Because it really starts with a TV news career, which I sort of fell into. Coming out of college, I had a mentor who said, I think you should do TV. I, at the time, I was working at the school newspaper and I was in radio news and I thought that was my path. And she said, I think you should do TV news. And I said, OK, I'll do whatever you say. And so it started really back then. And it was an amazing career being able to interview so many different kinds of people, telling their stories and connecting with our audiences. But then in 2014, I just felt like I wanted to do something different, something more. And I was listening to a bunch of different business coaches and gurus online, and they would always say, you know, do what you know. And so since I knew newsrooms, I thought PR, public relations, media relations was where I would grow my business. And while that worked for a couple of years, well, then video became the thing. Remember when everyone was on Blab and they were on Periscope and that that happened a couple of years ago. Then I realized that while PR is still essential, it's still important to get your story out there and be seen as that expert in your industry. We now have the power to be our own media outlet. And it's so easy. The problem was that when I was talking with business owners, they feel like it's too much. 
they're scared. They don't know what kind of equipment to use. They don't know what to say. They're frustrated with all of the technical pieces. And so I help bridge that gap. As someone who's interviewed so many people, I love making people feel comfortable on camera. And I help them do that through coaching, consulting. And then if you live in my area, in the Virginia Beach area in, in Virginia, then we do it for you. <laughs> we, we, I have a, a team where we go out and we create videos for you. And it's been really fun to see people understand the power of sharing their own message in their own way on their own platform and getting results that helps to grow their company. Yeah, video is huge. We were talking before, you know, before I hit record here, how about a year and a half ago, I jumped off the ledge and started <laughs> and started doing Facebook lives. And I can yeah. tell you, it was, you know, I've done quite a bit of video and none of it was ever live. And it was a, the first time it was scary. The second time it was less scary. By the third time, it just wasn't that big of a deal. But I can mm -hmm. tell you that a year and a half of doing that once a week, I did a weekly show on a Facebook live, whoever showed up, showed up. And it really turned my audience from having just a whole bunch of people that were subscribed to my channel to having mm -hmm. a real tribe because of that, that FaceTime that they got with me. And because of the engagement and all the comments and because of, I mean, it would truly was amazing. I had pretty much had a dead Facebook channel where it really wasn't much going on. If I would post something I might get two or three or four likes. Now with those Facebook lives, I'd literally have over a hundred people live. I'd end up with thousands of views. I mean, people, Aww. I'd get 20, 30, 40, 50 shares on a video. And it was, it was crazy. I was like, and all I did was jump on camera. So I, I'm sold. I mean, video for small business owners to me is a no brainer, but like we mm -hmm. talked about before, it's a little scary, right? Mm -hmm. it um, is whether scary. it's live or otherwise. And I know you're an old pro doing it. You've been doing it forever and it's just so natural for you. So do me a huge favor. This is mm -hmm. where I think the audience is really going to be able to kind of dig their teeth in and really pull something from this interview is, you know, being that you've done this for so long and that you've made all the mistakes and, and <laughs> yes. you know, you've went through all that, what would be some tips or strategies that my audience could use so that they could get on video and start really leveraging it to grow their business. Because there's a difference between just getting on video, right? Can you hone a little bit more in the direction of how it can help them get more clients and more sales? Mm -hmm. So your story is such a perfect example. It couldn't be more perfect. And I'm not surprised that you got the engagement that you did because you, and for those who haven't seen your Facebook lives, I'm sure they're somewhere still on your Facebook page, is they were so very valuable. You were offering value to the people who stopped by. And that's what I would say is the number one thing is focus on your customer. If you are going to do a Facebook Live or even if you're going to do a taped piece that you upload to Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, if you focus just on you, there's a place for that. And I just wouldn't suggest you do that every single video that you create. But if you focus on your audience, if you answer questions that they have for you about what you do. And so, Dennis, I remember you were doing a whole series on LinkedIn as you're an expert in LinkedIn. And so you were doing many pieces on how to use LinkedIn to grow your business and connect with people. And that's all you did, right? You just shared some value on your Facebook lives about that. What's really funny is really I, interested. Yeah, what I did yeah. and what was perfect and why you, was all I really did was the questions that I would get via Facebook 
LinkedIn or email or on my blog, those questions that I would get all the time, those became the topics. Yep. And that's what the number one thing. So the second thing that I, I think you did perfectly well is you set a date and a time. You said probably to yourself, all right, Dennis, I'm just going to do this. I'm going to do this on Wednesdays at one Eastern, right? Or whatever, yeah. whatever time it was, you said to yourself, self, I'm just going to do this and I'm going to hit record or I'm going to go live on this day and I'm not going to miss it. And so in the news world, that's what we have. We just have what I call unforgiving deadlines. If the six o'clock news rolls around and I am not there ready with a story to go, I get in trouble. I get pulled into the news director's office. So if you tell yourself that, if you say, all right, Dennis, I'm going to be live at 1 p.m. Eastern every Wednesday. And if you give yourself that unforgiving deadline and say, if I miss it, I'm in trouble with myself, then you will not miss it because you know, too, that people in your audience are counting on you. And so that to me, that accountability, either with yourself or with your audience is really, really important. So number one, you focused on value. You offered educational information that your audience, you knew your audience wanted. That's number one. Number two is that you had that date and time. You said, okay, I'm going to be here and I'm going to consistently be here. No matter whether you're here, I'm going to be here. And your audience knew that eventually. They started to realize over the course of several months that you were going to be there every Wednesday at 1 p.m. or whenever it is you said you were going to be. And the third thing is not to worry about the stuff. So there are whole industries around lighting and camera and equipment and editing. And you can worry about the stuff all day long. And so I am not the expert on editing. I'm just not. But I am... I'm good enough to be dangerous, I guess you could say, and I can edit enough that it is passable. And to me, that's okay. So if you want to be an expert in lighting, if you want to be an expert in editing, then let that be your focus and that let, let that be the focus of your Facebook lives or your videos. But if you're an expert in LinkedIn, if you're an expert in something else, real estate or insurance or law, let that be your focus and don't worry so much on the technical stuff. Don't worry so much on whether it looks perfect or edited amazingly well. Worry about that secondary and worry first about offering the best value you can on video and you'll shine and do well. Yeah, for sure. The one thing you hit on that, that really, that seems like the easiest part, but was really difficult, but really made all the difference was that what you called the unforgivable deadline. I love mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. because it, you create leverage on yourself. So what I did is I opened up my, I'm a slave to my calendar, right? I don't oh, do, yeah. I don't do anything unless it's on my calendar and my wife hates it because <laughs> that's how I, even in our personal life, I have to do that because if it's not written down or it's not there, it almost like it doesn't exist to me. So what I did is I opened up my Google calendar and I said, this is the day and time I'm going to do it. And I created a recurring event every week forever. It never stopped. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then what happened was I set reminders and I just knew at that point it was solid and I had to do it. And like I said, after the first time, it was no big deal. It just became a routine in my schedule. And the other thing was I got great feedback from my audience. They wanted a schedule. They did mm -hmm. not want to catch it on replay. They wanted it live. So they needed to know where I was going to be and when. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so this is, again, we're talking about Facebook Live. There's millions of other components. There's all other, way other components to video. And I don't want to just pigeonhole this to Facebook Live. But the no. same thing goes for YouTube. I have a YouTube, I have a couple of YouTube channels, right? Mm -hmm. And they would, even though this is all pre-recorded stuff, 
they still want to know when you're going to do it, right? They'd want to know when it's going to release. So setting that schedule is really important. It seems simple, but it'll create leverage with yourself and it'll create a much more predictable source of people that are going to come and, and view that content, which is ultimately what we're trying to do. So what else? What else? How can you take video and use it as more of a growth piece, right? I mean, mm-hmm. what, what would be some steps where we could, where they could kind of get beyond that? All right, hey, I'm going to do it. I've got it scheduled. Mm-hmm. I'm not super concerned about, you know, overproduction or be, having it be perfect. How can I take video and leverage it to get more sales, more clients? Okay. So let's say that is your focus. So if you want video to do everything for your business, I think you might be disappointed. But let's say you have the goal of your video strategy to be to grow sales, okay, as opposed to growing reach. So reach is a little bit different. If you wanted to get publicity, that's a little bit different. But let's focus on sales. Then each well, we video- could take the route. We could take the route of you know, publicity and traffic and converting into lead, however you want to do it. But yeah, I mean, I know that most of the people on the show are looking to at some point connect this with some Mm -hmm. sort of a, you know, some sort of growth component. So yeah, you take it, frame it any way you like that you think the audience would get the most value. So I want to actually, I think the, probably the best way is, is to focus it more on sales because you can drive the train on this. That's what I think is so powerful about a video that you create where you are in charge of your message, you're in charge of your call to action because the video itself is not going to be able to make sales happen. I mean, essentially, it is a connection tool. And I think we all know as business owners, you can get a better close rate, better, a better result if you meet someone face to face. And if that is not possible, then video is the next best thing because it creates that opportunity for them to take a look at the video that you sent them through email, or maybe you sent them a message on Facebook with a video in it. It gives them the chance to, on their own time, take a look at what you have to offer, what it is you have to say. So let's say it is a very real one-on-one connection. Maybe you have a product that you're trying to sell and you have a potential client, someone that maybe you know second or third hand maybe, and that you want to give them some more information about your product or service or something that you know that you know they'd be interested in, you create a video and you send that video to them through email or you send it through Instagram or you know whatever it is you do, you send it through some sort of channel and they watch it whenever. You could also use Loom. I think Loom, if you've ever used it, is, is a great way to create a connection, create a video very quickly and send it through email or any sort of social channel. But let's say you share that video with that person and they watch it and they, at the end of it, hear a call to action, which is, hey, come into my office and let's talk more or give me a call tomorrow. We can discuss this then or I'm going to have an open house or I'm going to have some sort of opportunity for you to visit the business, do so on X, Y and Z day. And so the call to action is really, really very important at the end of this video. You're sharing information, but at the end of it, you're also saying, let's take this relationship one step further. I love this one-to-one strategy, right? This is not a, hey, I'm going to create a video for the masses. You know, I'm looking to get hundreds or thousands or hundreds of thousands of views. It's, I'm trying to create a high impact message for this one particular person, right? Mm-hmm. And it's, so it's very customized and you like you said, send it through any channel. Mm-hmm. I love doing that, particularly whether it be at the very beginning mm-hmm. or throughout the sales cycle, right? 
as right. a way to sometimes re-engage a conversation that's maybe died or has fallen mm-hmm. into a lull, right? To try right. to get them back in the swing of things. So I love that strategy, that one-to-one strategy. That's awesome. I love it. What right, else? right. I mean, I'm a consumer too, and it works on me just as well as it works on anybody else where one day I think I need something, right? I need a, a product or a service. I was telling you earlier, I need to get my windows recocked, right? So is it on the top of my list of, th- well, actually that is on, on top of my list of things to do. But other things I call about, maybe related to my house, I don't necessarily need, but I want to get done. And maybe I call a service person to help me, but then that's fallen by the wayside. I would appreciate a video. I could be sold. I can absolutely be sold. And it does work. Can you go bigger, leverage that one video and get more customers and clients? Absolutely. You can absolutely do that. If you tailor your message to one particular segment of person or client or somebody in a particular industry, then other people can see that and see themselves as a potential client. But I personally like targeting things one to one. Like I'm on your show right now, Dennis. So I'm talking to you. And that's how I feel like we're having that one-to-one conversation. When things are so busy and you feel like someone's not connecting with you, I think you tune away and move on to somebody else who is really looking you in the eye and talking to you. So I like the opportunity to really talk to that one person one-on-one and you can do that on video. Plus, I'm telling you with the, you know, like that one-to-one strategy we just talked about, very Mm -hmm. few people are doing it, right? They all send emails or they'll send LinkedIn messages or they'll even tweet at you. But they don't take the time to create a 30 or 60 or 90 second Mm -hmm. video that says, hey, Cheryl, I just thought I'd shoot this quick video and here's why, right? Mm -hmm. And I get right to the point and make it, you know, so it differentiates you from your competitors, from most people that are in, you know, that are trying to get that same customer. We all know it's a dog eat dog world, super competitive almost in every industry because the world has made it, you know, the internet has made it such a small world that anybody can sell anything anywhere almost. So that's awesome. I love that strategy. That's perfect. Anything else? Well, I think that in this day and age, you have to get started. And I think that's kind of where the fear piece stops a lot of people where they think that everybody is already either they think everybody's already doing it or they think that they don't have anything to say or they think that they've already missed the boat. And none of that is true. So you sort of have to get out of your own head. I know it's scary. I mean, The person I was on camera 20 years ago is definitely different from the one today. But the only way you get better is by doing more of these videos. So then, you know, people don't like to hear this, but they have to watch what they've created. So you get better by watching what you've created. So you don't make the same mistakes over and over again. And then by the end of whatever period, you've gotten better. So that fear piece can stop you or you think, okay, well, I I'm just not going to do it for whatever reason. Okay, maybe you don't you don't call it fear, but you don't get started. You don't create that one video to that one big client or one big potential client. But let's say you do. And the response is, "Why well, I really enjoyed that video that you sent me. It was tailored to me. It really meant something and I'd love to sign on the dotted line and do some business with you. I can tell that we'll do business great together." I mean, that is real money. So not starting, not using this medium can end up costing you, but using it and just starting very slowly uh, can mean that it changes the face of your business. People will start looking at you differently. They really will. Yeah. The hardest part is just getting started. And I agree. Absolutely. Once, once you create a consistent, and it, this isn't a one and done strategy, right? You don't create one video 
uh, or shoot one video and think that that's just going to, you know, ramp up your business and and it's going to start raining clients, right? It doesn't work (laughs) that way. But if you can do a video a week or even a video a month consistently Mm -hmm. over a period of time, and you really hone in on the message and you make sure it's super relevant to your Mm -hmm. target market, it's going to have a totally different impact than reading a cheat sheet or an article or a blog or any of the other gazillion pieces of content that they're getting crushed with every single day or an email. So I think video just makes you really stand out. And I think in this day and age, if you're a small business owner and you're not using video in some way, shape or form, you're Mm -hmm. just truly missing the boat, but it's not too late. It's really not. It's not video. I don't know what the stats are, but I read an article not that long ago that they were saying that video consumption, if it hasn't already surpassed content consumption of every other form of content Mm -hmm. in the next few years, it's going to, I mean, I don't remember that exact stat, but people love to consume videos because it can be done passively, right? You can't passively read an article in a Mm -hmm. trade journal, right? You've got to read it. I mean, you can't pass it. You know, that's the other reason why podcast is so popular too, because that's kind Mm -hmm. of the, the segue into video. So that's perfect. Right. Awesome. So what's, do you have any predictions for where you see video going as it relates to business? Because I know there's so many of these different channels for video. Like you said, Twitter has mm-hmm. got video. LinkedIn has video now, which is yes. really cool. They've got native video. And I know there's people that are really killing it on LinkedIn with it. What are your thoughts on, you know, how video is going to evolve, you know, over the next few years or how it's going to shape business? Do you have any thoughts on that? I and I see it today. So I, I will say that I wish I had a crystal ball, first of all. Me too. Um, video could at some point fall into the category of all those downloads, all those online courses. It could fall into the category of kind of like when everybody starts doing everything, then it's too much. I mean, it could. However, I do believe right now what I'm seeing, and again, I see with my clients, that if they do video well, and when I mean well, I mean adding value. I mean, not going too long. I mean, really knowing the audience that they're trying to reach. If they do those things well, then it changes the way people perceive you as an expert in your industry. It elevates you. So I see it. I see it all the time where if you have, and it doesn't have to, it doesn't even need to be like a thousand videos. Like it doesn't have to be a lot. It can be really well-timed, well-done, well-messaged videos where you can showcase what it is you know and love. And so, you know, I wouldn't necessarily talk about certain topics, you know, science topics, math topics, money topics. I wouldn't do that. But if that was my industry, if that is what I was passionate about and people see that, then they think of you in a different way because you're able to share stories, success paths for your clients. And people really connect with that. So I I see real power, at least in the near future. I don't see it changing either anytime soon, but, uh, you know, who knows? Yeah, I just see more channels opening up, right? I mean, I think video is so popular that it's only going to expand. And the cool part about creating video for maybe one channel, right? Like, say, for Mm -hmm. example, you you have a YouTube channel and you want to create video around that. You can leverage that video on LinkedIn. You can leverage mm-hmm. snippets Absolutely. of that video on Twitter. You can leverage that video in other channels. So it's not just a one channel medium, right? And so Mm-mm. the fact that LinkedIn launched video, whatever, maybe a little over a year ago is a real indicator that when a when a company like that, you know, mm-hmm. that, that really isn't video driven, right? They're not even as yeah. socially driven as they have been in the past. 
launches right. video, I think it's just going to continue to grow. You know, one yeah. thing that I see people making a mistake on, and I just want to talk about this for one second, they yeah. think that video, when they think of video, they think of viral videos. Oh, it's got to yes. get hundreds of thousands of views or millions of views in order for it to be successful. And that couldn't be further from the truth. Could you talk about that for a second? Because my personal experience is I've generated tens of thousands of dollars from videos that mm -hmm. got only, never even got a thousand views, hundreds of views, and have right. generated tens of thousands of dollars in business. Could you talk about that for a second? Because I, I think that's a misnomer that people have. I think we're chasing something, right? We're chasing the likes, we're chasing the views, we're chasing the shares. And what maybe we are missing the boat on a little bit is the engagement. So if you got a video, Dennis, that was highly valuable, that hit all the points that your market is interested in learning more about, well, they're going to engage with you and they're going to engage with you by wanting to know more about what it is you offer or wanting to go deeper and get more of the videos that you share. And there's a, a market for people who want viral videos. I mean, there's a market for that. And that's sort of a different model. It's more of like an advertising model where the more hits you get or the more clicks you get, the more money you get. And that to me is a, is a different one. And so, you know, I don't work with clients necessarily who are looking just to get a viral video. To me, it is more valuable, of course, to have an engaged group of people who can't wait to hear what it is you have to say. So there's a, a place, of course, for those viral videos. But to me, I mean, how many clients do you need, especially if you have a one-on-one -on -one kind of business? Yeah, totally agree. I think I think a, a video that get in the same thing with articles and blog, you don't need to get, you know, any sort of content. It's really more about how impactful is it and the more niche it is, sometimes mm -hmm. the better, right? I mean, like mm -hmm. I said, a piece of content that only gets a hundred of your perfect ideal customers to view it is better than a piece of content that has thousands of views from people that really don't care what you say. Right, exactly. Or but aren't the thing in the is, market for what you're looking for. But the, what you said too is so critical is if you don't put it out there, yeah. if you don't put anything out there, then people have no idea what it is you offer. Correct. Absolutely. Period. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. All right, listen, let's do a quick rapid fire on these next couple and then we'll wrap it up. What's your okay. favorite growth tool or software that you use to help grow your business? If you had to pick one, what would it be? Can you guess what it is? Can you guess what it is, Dennis? Your smartphone? No, no it's Zoom. Zoom. It is Zoom. Okay. Zoom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. is Zoom. Zoom. Yep. Oh, and then Vimeo is like right after. So Zoom is what I use to do calls with clients. And then I record them, like the trainings that I put together a lot of times, I'll record them on Zoom and then upload them to Vimeo. And then they kind of live on Vimeo. It's so, so funny that you mentioned that because I literally, I've used every different webinar, <laughs> conferencing. <laughs> I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, when I say I've used them all, I've used almost every one that's known. Um, that's, it has any sort of brand recognition. And I just launched, went with zoom a couple months ago and it's love by it. far my favorite it without awesome. a doubt. It's by far my favorite. So awesome. I love I'm so it. glad you mentioned yeah. that. So yeah. if there was one book that you would recommend to my audience, what would it be? Isn't it funny? I, um, I love people's stories and I also love books about stories. So I love Dennis Miller's Donald Miller, sorry, Donald Miller's making a story brand. It is, uh, it came out, I think last year. And it talks about how you can create a clear message that your audience can't wait to hear. Perfect. So, Listen, maybe book. I'll reach out to him and have him on the show. And if I do, yeah. I'll make sure I let you know. Yeah. Appreciate, appreciate <laughs> it. Listen, let everybody know how they can reach out and connect with you, learn more about how to leverage video, and then we'll close it out for today. 
Oh, thanks for the opportunity, Dennis. I have a Facebook community. It's called Standout with Cheryl Tan. It's tied to the podcast that I have, which is also Standout with Cheryl Tan. And in that podcast, I share strategies on how to be seen as an expert. So I talk about video a lot. I talk a little bit about media connections and media relations, but connect with me there, or you can also find me at my website, CherylTanMedia.com. Awesome. Listen, it's been so great to connect. I truly appreciate you coming on here and sharing all your knowledge, and I am absolutely positive we'll be talking again soon. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me on, on your show, Dennis. It's been wonderful. Thanks, Cheryl. Listeners, I want to thank you for tuning in. I truly appreciate your time. If you're enjoying the podcast, then do me a huge favor. Click the subscribe button now and please leave me a review. It would mean a lot to me.